Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into the podcast of Let's Talk with the Good Doctor and Healthier Minds. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Talley, and I'm so excited that you have decided to listen to my podcast. I hope that this podcast really encourages you. I hope that this podcast empowers you. I pray that this podcast will help you live your best life. Today, we're talking about six cognitive distortions that fuel eye anxiety. You know, I've been on this journey uh, about trauma, talking about trauma, talking about anxiety, talking about personality disorders, and all of these things I've been talking about, hoping that I will be able to help someone. I am a licensed therapist. And I am so excited to be doing this, to be having this podcast to help someone that really needs help. So today we're talking about six cognitive distortions that fuel anxiety because our thoughts influence the way we feel, right? A type of meditation is being mindful of what we are thinking. It allows us to step back. And recognize when we have fallen into a thinking trap, often called cognitive distortions. And we are able to change the way we feel and behave by identifying our negative thoughts. You know, I tell you all the time that we have so much power. Our our brain is so powerful. So by identifying our negative thoughts and changing the meaning we give them. And this is the basic concept behind cognitive behavior therapy. It is. And, and, and that is what I counsel on, cognitive behavioral therapy. So we're going to talk about distortions that fuel our anxiety. Cognitive distortions that tend to exaggerate anxiety, to you know, to, to, to push it up a notch. And if you're feeling anxious, I encourage you to try to identify the thought associated with this feeling. And as you identify it, determine whether it fits into one of these thinking traps. Then I encourage you to come up with an alternative thought that considers other explanations and outcomes. Which one of these cognitive distortions do you find yourself engaging in the most? So here we are. Mind reading. Believing you know what others are thinking. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that a couple of times before. Let me give you an example. Uh, I am late to work today. My boss will probably think I'm lazy or not dedicated. That, that's trying to read somebody else's mind. Castrophizing. When you predict only the negative outcomes for the future. You don't think anything positive. It's always negative, negative, negative. Let me give you an example of that. If I make a mistake during my presentation... I will be perceived as underprepared or incompetent. Should or must statements that we all use. 
when you have an inflexible rules of how people should be. Example, I must lose weight to be more attractive or my partner should have known what I needed at that time. Those are should or must statements. And then personalization. Thinking other people's negative behavior has something to do with you. Example, my partner is very quiet today. I wonder if I did something to upset him. And then we have perfectionism. I can relate to that. Believing all mistakes are bad and need to be avoided. For example, if I make a mistake... I will be seen as incompetent. And then black and white thinking, you know, no in-between thinking. Seeing things are either good or bad. Again, Dr. Lisa can relate to that. I did that a lot in my life. Everything was either black or white. There was no in-between. And when we think that way, we often using words such as always or never and failing to see the gray in the area. For example, I got rejected from another job application. I will never find employment. That is black and white thinking. And so I've given you some just some tips on cognitive distortions that fuel our anxiety based on cognitive behavioral therapy. I want to encourage each and every one of you to be very cognitive of what and what you're thinking and, and how you're thinking that, that fuels your anxiety. I, I always want to encourage you to come up with an alternative thought that considers other explanations besides that just one un- outcome. And then I want you to take care of your mind. I always say that because I am just so, so, I want you to take care of your mind and your body and know that I love you. Know that I'm standing in the gap for my sisters and my brothers that cannot stand for themselves. I hope that this podcast today gave you just a little insight on cognitive distortions that fuel your anxiety because In this day and time, all of us are going to have some anxiety, but these tips will help you. It will really help you. So put them into place because this is a basic concept behind the cognitive behavioral therapy. Until next time, until next time, share this podcast with another brother or sister that needs to be encouraged.